What's up, everybody? Welcome to Moments with the Mobiles. I am your man, Johnny and Mobley Jr. Hey, I'm his wife, Deidre. And we are something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Um. <coughs> Excuse me. You gonna say it or not? What? Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. How's everyone? So tonight, we're going to be talking about, I don't know where I was going with that. Today, we're we go, we go, we going to answer some questions from the fans. Excuse me. Here we go. You, you all right? Mm-hmm. You doing the, 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 the muggly? What is <laughs> The mulligan? What's the muggly? I don't know. Some some term Allison told me. That means when you're eating on the set. Muckball. <laughs> we doing the muggly. No. I'm eating some peanuts because I'm a little famished. I knew he was gonna use the the, the, the rich the rich words. I know every time y'all see me take this glass slaw, you jump over this joke as well. I'm going to give him some context, y'all. I don't want nothing in my eye. That ain't what you said. Finish finish your sentence. Because I don't understand what the eye, how the eye, what the eye, what, why would the eye, tell me what you was going to say. I'm curious. I'm just gonna get you some context. Mm-mm. You don't want nothing in my. All right. Some of that, that ain't what you said. I wanted to hear what you was gonna say. Mm-mm. Cause I didn't know where you was going at with that. And go. You got it. I got it. Okay. Luckily, my reach real long like that. Cause you know when I was back in the day when I was no. One time in my life. You ready? It was hard too, but I did it. Babe, you ready? Mm. Let's go. Run it. I ain't got the question. You do. I just sent them to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, he's sleeping. I'm a little tired. Just a little bit. But I'm here. I'm here. Them peanuts be busting, y'all. They really do them. Okay, so we got we got a we have very up. thick questions. We got to perk up because tonight we having tired chatter. Yeah, we we happening right by. No, it's not. We this this ain't tired chatter, and I'm asking you if you got the questions that I just sent you. Hold on. All right, you're it's little, it's okay. You're a little aggressive with me, but I'm gonna choose to make better decisions. All right, because of my spouse being upset with me. Oh well, that's good. So listen. I'm going to go ahead and read it so Mr. Mobley can pull his up. These are some more viewer questions, some more Mob Stars questions. We always welcome your questions. And, and thank you. Preferably, the people who are asking these questions will um, follow so they can get the answers. Um, we're going to be trying to be as thorough as possible. This email is packed with like, normally we'll have like a maybe a couple lines, couple sentences. These questions are where well, one is 
a little question, but the other four on this page is like jumbo, kajumbo questions. Okay. So I'm going to start with the first one. All right. You ready? Yep. So this, this, this person wrote in and says, honest question. Well, we are glad that you are asking an honest question. Um, I'm, I'm not being a butthole. I'm just playing. So listen, what do you do if your spouse has gained a substantial amount of weight, like 180 pounds to from 180 pounds to 270 plus and just doesn't care? You've offered gym with them, help with dietary changes, support, talking, hints. I mean, everything. I'm losing it. <clears throat> My relationship hasn't been easy, but this adds to it. It doesn't help that all past relationships have been with super fit people. Okay. I'm not trying to be superficial, but in addition to that, he's convinced he can't get diabetes, hypertension, etc. I'm not li- I'm not the best at hiding my emotions. It's getting hard overlooking it and him not even making an effort is super unattractive. And I truly feel that because I'm more of a slim build and I know, excuse me, hair, makeup, that it adds to the insecurity and causes even more issues. Like, I can't do it, y'all. Please give me some advice on how to help. I'm trying. Go. So let me tell you what I hear. I hear that. Being that it's, it's, I believe this is a woman talking about her husband. Mm-hmm. So I believe that something's going on with the man. Depression, something is happening. If this is happening, he's in a state of really not caring about himself. Um, and I think it's deeper than what you're saying. Now I get the health part of it, mm-hmm. but it's it's more than that. It's more it's more than that. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that I can tell you to do is um and I'm pretty sure there are signs of it being that um but you have to look past him gaining the weight and him being unattractive and all you have to look past that this is your husband this is not your boyfriend this is not the dude you just hanging out with this is your husband for better or worse so let's dig a little deeper um and that's not to be mean or or nasty towards you, but when things like this happen all the time, there's a reason why it happens. It's bigger than what you think. Um, sometimes it can actually be the result of something that you might have said or something that might have happened or something that might be going on at his job or something from a past trauma or something. So it's bigger than what you probably think it is. And I would say definitely reach out for for more help. Um, As far as food, he could be self-sabotaging himself um, by not caring. And the only thing that he feels like that does not judge him but make him feel good, which is not true, is food. So that can be one of the biggest reasons. Um, Second, I, I would say a lot of stuff that you can change just by changing it, um, fixing his food, cooking healthy foods, um, eating dinner together with him, different things like that. Going for a walk. I mean, it's different things. Just go for a romantic walk three times a week, something like that. You can approach. The approach can be different. But based on your question 
and this is just me putting it out there. Based on your question, I don't think you're coming to him subtle about it. I think you're saying certain things, and you believe that you're helping him by saying these certain things because you're saying it based on you caring because you don't want him to get hypertension or diabetes and die. That's what you're caring about, but it's not working. So you have to use something else. That's my two cents. That's your two cents? Well, here go my one cent. Um, Slim building, no hair, makeup, pathetic, insecurity causes even more issues. So, I understand her being concerned about him. Um, and again, again, from the letter, she's stating that there's other stuff going on. Yeah, I'm sure. And so this is a, just another thing that's going on in addition to it. Yeah. And so, like you said, I feel like it's, uh, of course, we always say this because we firmly believe it. What's happening on the surface is not the real issue. It's just a byproduct. Yeah. Um, and so there are layers and layers. There's a root cause of what's causing him not to want to do it. But the one thing that I found, you know, not that we've had that situation per se, but the one thing that I found when trying to want Johnny to change something, the change began in me and with me posturing myself differently. Yeah. Um, a lot of people think that they can change their spouse by constantly saying the thing that's wrong or constantly nagging about the thing that's wrong. Or, or giving them or, the truth. Right, 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 right. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I think that change, change comes about when you, the spouse, put in force the very thing to to you start doing it, actually living it. And like Johnny said, even if it comes to, you know, making the food, you know, doing the shopping for the house, making the food, you eating the healthy foods, you still going to work out even though he won't, because in essence, you're you can't make him do it. Yeah. You know, again, the I understand the concern is there. And if I'm reading this right, am I right that um, she's like she said, I'm a slim build, and but by her putting on hair and makeup, that add that's adding to his insecurities and stuff like that. But you know, I'm wondering, you know, what was your approach? Is it a, is it an approach because we've had conversations with each other, and you know, Johnny has said to me, and I'm pretty sure that I've said to him at some point in time, let's begin to eat better and hold one another accountable. Um, because we both want to be together and live together for a very long time. And so, um, as we're doing now, eating healthier, going back to the gym and everything like that. And so try, you know, try a different posture now. Um, even, and we could be, you know, wrong. Maybe you have tried, tried a mild approach to it, or maybe you haven't been per se nagging, but you've been persistent about asking, um, just try a different approach of about being the the one in the household who, like I said, goes to get the food and makes the food and he sees you eating it and basically there's no other options in the house. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not buying the the um not buying the 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 fatty ice creams or not getting the fried chicken, but maybe getting the grilled chicken. 
you know, to be honest, of course, I needed to lose some weight. But, you know, Johnny was the one who was like, babe, I think we should get back started. You know, I'm going to. That was the posture that he was doing. And I said, well, you know, to not only say per se support you, um, because I do need to get back in that, 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 you know, that get back in moving and get back to working out and back to eating better um, because I was having my own challenges in my body. And so, again, you know, that, as I said, with everything, even with this, you know, take an approach, uh, a posture of prayer, because that absolutely helps to move people when you yourself can't, you know, move them. God, I'm concerned about my husband and he won't hear me even when it comes to the conversation about hypertension is, re- you know, that he could possibly get that yeah. or he could possibly um, become pre-diabetic or diabetic. I'm concerned about those things for my husband and for whatever reason, whatever's going on, um, he won't hear me or won't let me into that particular space to help. And then that's causing other insecurities because now he's, you know, extremely overweight and I'm a slim build and he's now, you know, that's causing to say, well, where are you going? Why you, you know, got your hair like that? Why are you putting on makeup today? Why are you dressing like that? So that's just a bunch of that's stuff that's, you know, root stuff that's going on. And now all this other stuff is being compounded on top of it. And so that that would be my answer. And, you know, I always feel like if I go to Johnny with um, an open mind and open heart and like share my heart, not to say you need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this, but open my heart and share with him truly from a sincere place. Like, babe, I'm concerned because, you know, hypertension is, you know, rampant and, you know, black men and, um, you know, and, and this is going on and these numbers could cause this to happen. And I do want you to be here for a long time. I want us to be together for a long time. So, you know, what what he's dealing with, the root issues and the root layers of that stuff, like even, you know, maybe suggest, you know, counseling of some sort, because if you can't break through that wall, then maybe somebody else can. But I, I, I think wholeheartedly it's, it's about the approach. It's about your um, posture. It's about, you know, the tone and everything, especially, oh God, especially when it's dealing with weight, because that's such a sensitive area. And like I said, it's, it's something, like we both said, it's something deeper. Yeah. Not just a byproduct of it. Yeah. Hope that helped. Absolutely. Uh, second question. We just had a baby three weeks ago. Every single day Congratulations. since delivery, he's masturbated and watched porn. I asked him why, and he says it's just a pastime. Meanwhile, the house is a mess. I need help with the baby. And we have two other kids. It's not like there's nothing to do. I'm behind on dishes, laundry. My other daughter's hair is undone. And he just plays video games and and masturbates. Um, I'm starting to hate this man. I want to take my babies and leave. I'm doing it all alone Alone anyways. anyways. Let you go first. No, I'm gonna let you tackle that one. You don't want it. I may want it, some of it on the end, but that that's your whole area right there. Like you know, because of I got so, stuff you've so, had to talk to people, some people about. I got so many questions. Um, y'all have three kids total. Three kids total. New baby and was a three new weeks. Baby born. 
Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb. I don't know how old y'all are or how long y'all been married. But I'm thinking that this porn thing and the masturbating just didn't start. Mm-hmm. Um, that is that is a, a problem. Um, to pass time, and yeah, he got a, the house is a mess. He got kids he can be helping with, dishes, laundry, everything. Uh, I'm I'm a I'm a talk. I wish I could talk to the dude, um, cause something is something is happening, something is going on there, uh, and then I think it started before you guys got together. It's a core thing that's happening, but that's I believe he has a problem with the porn and the masturbation. You don't do that just to pass time. That's a, right. That's something that you do for pleasure. And watch. <laughs> it's it's selfish. It, it's a selfish move. Um, I don't know if he don't think he can help with the kids. It's it's a lot more information I would like to know before I was to make an assumption. But that's what I would I would do. My my answer to that is he's being selfish. I don't maybe he don't think he can help with the kids or do it right or whatever the case is. But I can I can definitely positively tell you that the masturbating and the porn thing that was before you, sweetie, and it's a problem. So he's pretty much introduced that into y'all marriage, and now that you know he does it, and you probably was okay with it. He don't think it's a problem. So, yeah. But it's a whole problem. Yeah, it's a whole that's problem. That's probably, if he continues on that road, that's probably going to lead to a lot of other stuff. Affairs and everything else. But listen, listen to this. You got to understand anything, when you have a wife and a kids, or vice versa, a husband and kids, when you have a family, anything that you do that takes all of your energy and everything that you do to do it and it's not putting it into your family, raising your family, nurturing your family, um, loving your family, um, guiding your family, leading your family. When it's not, when you don't have enough energy, enough time to do that, then that's a problem. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Him as the leader of your household, he should be doing that, especially if y'all got that many kids and he's there. If he got enough time to watch porn and masturbate daily and play video games, Where's job at? Well, there you have it. That's what I want to know, too. I'm just saying. Now, as far as the leaving part, sweetie, I can't say. This might be a legitimate issue that he has. Um, but if he don't recognize it and want to change, then it can very well go on for a long time. Yeah. Um, if he's not hearing you saying that you need help with things, then, I mean... The leaving part, I, I believe this can help can be had here. So but he has to want in, it. But he has to want it. Yeah. If he don't feel like he got, and obviously he don't feel like he got a, a problem because, you know, and the, and the question would be from me to you, 
you know, did you watch the porn with him at some point in time? And did y'all masturbate together or did y'all watch it attorney? So a lot of that stuff you introduce to your marriage and then when you don't want it again, it's the other person can't maybe just yeah, turn it off it like is that. What it is. Yeah. You know, if, if you if you smoke weed with your spouse and you know, y'all did it for a while and then y'all getting married and then y'all growing up and y'all wanna change. If alcohol, it, I mean, there's certain things that you bring into your marriage that you feel like y'all do it together and that is a part of having fun. But then when you get to a certain area of your life, you feel like it needs to change because you have kids, because you don't want your kids to, yeah, it's certain things, but both of y'all have to be on the same page. Some of this stuff is, they, they, they real problems. They real addictions. So, I mean, I would say as far as the leaving part, that is definitely up to you. I don't know how how bad it is or how long it's been going on. Um, I don't know how young you, young y'all are as far as how or even what type of conversations yeah, they've had about it. If he like takes it seriously, yeah. you know, when you say, "Babe, I need help," like you are consumed with you know porn and masturbation and playing the video games. The house is a mess and the kids need to be tended to yeah. and all these things are going on. Like Johnny said, okay, so who who's working? You know, yeah, bringing in the money. Um, you know, we're like, we're like for real, what's going on? Because there are problems there. And um, again, y'all, y'all got to find a way to, 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 to bring a solution to the table. The first part of it is, okay, sir, you you got obviously you got a problem. And so we got to seek help for this so we can get this family back together. Um, you know, age doesn't always equal maturity. No. Let me say that again. Age does not always equal maturity. And so actions and, you know, the video games all day and all this stuff. But another thing, just woman to woman, a man going to do what you allow him to do. Period. And I'm not saying that to be, you know, any, you know, I don't even want y'all to feel some type of way because I said it, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, and basically, it can be vice versa. A, a, a woman going to do what you allow, a person is going to do what you allow, to, allow them to do to, to you. Period. That ain't just in a marriage, this is in relationships, period. And so he's done this and he's continually done this. And like I said, you know, like Johnny said, he has an issue with it. Have y'all talked about it? Has, has, is he willing to go seek help, you know, to make this better? Um, well, be- if he's saying he's doing it the past time, he don't think it's a problem. Well, yeah, I guess so. Well, and, and can- that could just be a cop out to, cause you don't want to admit that you got a problem. Or, or it can be a situation to where, like I said, if you, were beside him at one time and you was cool with this and now you're so much not because it's taking time. It's a lot of things. So it's a lot of different gates that are open now. So right. what he's doing, his sexual drive, how he's locked in, he's looking at different women, you know, all this other stuff. That it it makes the interest peak go higher and stronger for one thing. And then you gotta be careful and I'm being real. You got to be careful who you have around your children. So if you got somebody who's watching porn all the time and, you know, now you might say you're going too far, Mr. Johnny. He he not like that. And that's fine. He's not like that. But he 
he watching porn right now to pass time. He ain't reading no books to his babies. He ain't cleaning. He ain't trying to comb the baby hair. He ain't putting the dishes in the dishwasher. He watching porn and masturbating and playing video games. So technically, from the question you sent us, you got four turn. Just saying. What job he got? That's what I need to know. What man got all this time to do all this stuff and you ain't bring no money? What he do for a living? Should you leave? You ready to leave? You starting to hate him, and that's something. The resentment can happen mm-hmm. because if if you're having a conversation about it and you tell him this and he's still not helping you, then yeah, that's what's gonna happen. Because yeah. I mean, the realization got some decisions of it, to make, baby. Yeah, the realization of it is he's choosing what he want to do over what need what he need to do. Mm-hmm. Right. He's choosing his pleasures over his responsibilities. That's what he's doing. At the end of the day, Joker, if you play, watching porn and masturbating and doing the kid, but you washing dishes and you cooking, then that might be something we can talk about. But you neglecting everything. That's when it's a problem. Yeah. That's when it's a problem. And your wife just had a baby, dog. I mean, women go through all kind of stuff in their body, hormones. After they have a baby, they was big, they was this, they was that. They're not feeling sexy, but you watching other women, though. That ain't helping your relationship, bro. And, ma'am, if if you have been watching porn with him, you're going to have to change some stuff about what you're doing, too. Because you watching porn with him basically says it's okay. So, because but we're not saying that you are. We're just throwing that scenario out because we're, we're saying, going by the question. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The next question is, is it possible to mix love and business without destroying your marriage? Mo? It is possible. Um, we're living witnesses of it. And I can tell you at the in the beginning... He thought that it would. I was a little scared. Because when I'm when I'm doing business, I'm a different dude. So I feel like I'm a different dude. But one of the things that my wife told me was, I know who you are. So with all them dudes you think you are, I can I got it. And the first business venture that we did together just me and her was my first book and then once we got that book out and it was seamless it's because certain, certain people certain things that you do you go only be able to do at birth with your spouse right because everybody can't be in the birthing room when you when you have the babies so it can happen but you definitely have to be mature um you definitely like with all the things that I would do, and I'm not a nasty person when it comes to business, but everybody in my circle knows when I'm handling business, I'm a certain type of way. I'm pretty firm. You know, we got to hit these points, and I want to be productive at everything. So that's um, that's the way I roll. And it's no, uh, it's not no love loss or nothing. I just want certain things to go certain ways. But over the years, I've learned to 
do a lot of listening because I don't know everything and I don't know how to do everything. And there are better ways to do what I want to do. So sometimes I just got to share stuff and I got to say certain things. And even if a person that's in my circle don't know the full vision when they hear it, they can support it and they can add to it and make it better. I get that. My wife is one of them people. So, yeah, we do business together. That's all the time now. So, yeah, it is possible. And you can love your wife on the job. Y'all can have the whole business. It can be beautiful. Our, our team, our media team, their husband and wife, they got a whole family. And they do good. It's just understanding and finding your rhythm and knowing your place and knowing your part and being okay, focusing on... Putting bound, certain boundaries yeah, in place. Focusing on the end goal and not the personal goals or the personal wants. In the need. It's focusing on the, the project itself of what you're doing. And it can, it, I believe it can actually help. Doing business together can actually help your marriage. You also have to create a space where you're not talking about business all the time. Because when it comes time to kind of turn that off, then you still get in your husband, husband and wife. wife time. Yeah. And where you still are dating and, you know, spending time and talking with each other about each other and all those different things. So there has to be some things put in place so you it doesn't you're you're all the time consumed um, by the business and not just having the time to enjoy one another. Yeah. You gonna do more questions? Um, these other ones may lead into um a lot more. Um, let's do the next one, and then we'll wrap it up. That'll wrap it up. Okay, so the next one. Um, I hope that helped too the, with the love and business. Um, we think I, I think it's better because. I trust him. He trusts me. And so who other who else to be in business with other than your spouse, like the person that you do trust, that you know they got your back. So that was my other few pennies on that one. So which one um, do you want to do? Just this next one. The fourth one or the fifth one? The fourth one. one. Yeah, the fourth one. Um, that's good. Let's, let's do the fifth you want to do the fifth one? See, I know how to be selfless and give in to his want and desire to do number five. That fourth one would actually be a a podcast by itself. Oh, okay. Well, we'll do number five. And so for me agreeing to to skip number four and go to number five. You get some favors. Okay. So this this is number five. (laughs) I'm going to even read it. This is kind of marriage related, but not directly. My wife passed away from COVID in 2020. I am still quite devastated. Now my stepfather and mother are becoming more and more ill. My sister thinks that because I have a bigger home that they should live with me. But this is the space my wife and I have shared. I'm not ready to share it with anyone else. I still feel that she's here and I just can't violate her space this way. Not yet. Her laugh still rings in the hall and her sense still carries through the room. I'm not heartless. I know something needs to be done about my parents, but that can't be it. 
And my sister says that I'm that an at-home nurse is out of the question. And this is in parentheses. It's a cultural thing. First, I want to say our condolences. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. Tell your sister to let him come live with her. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, I, um, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't believe you should rush. This is a part of your grieving process. So I don't think it needs to happen until you're ready. Um, so there has to be other options. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what it's a cultural thing is about having an at-home nurse, but I think that that might be a need to be an option that y'all look at for, for a time being. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should rush through your grieving process. You lost your wife. If I was to lose Deidre, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, that is that's huge, and it sounds like you and your wife had a great relationship, man. So I don't, I don't think you need to rush the grieving. There's no time limit on this. There's no time limit on this. You have to go through your entire grieving process. And if right now, out of respect for your wife, and you can still hear her laugh and everything, there'll be a time to where it'll be a time to move on. So I believe that you need to go through your grieving process and you take your time on this. Now, um, what Dita said in the beginning, she was playing, but I, I, would, I would say the exact same thing. You know, let's have some other options here. It's not you being selfish. Um, they are your parents. So, you you know, collectively as siblings, y'all come together to agree upon something. Mm-hmm. But because you have the bigger house and you live alone, that should not be the option, the only reason. That shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. So at this time, if you feel the way you feel, then sister need to say, okay, well, they can move in with us until you're ready. If they don't want to have no at-home nurse. Right. There are plenty of at-home nurses that can come to the house and that take care of, you know, elderly people. And they do a great job. Mm-hmm. So it can happen. Mm-hmm. So you have options. It's not like you saying that they're going to be on the street. You got options. Right. Right. I don't, I don't think you need to grieve. See, people who ain't been through, going through what you're going through, they can say stuff like that. And we're sensitive to this because we have a dear friend. That that actual same thing happened. He lost his wife. And they had five kids. So he's raising the five kids. Helping them go through their grief. And still have to try to go through his. So it literally took a long time. For that process to happen. Nobody rushed them. We was there supporting him. We did everything we had to do. But when you don't know how something feels. You can't tell me how to respond to it. They can't tell you how to respond to this because they don't know. So you take your time and you grieve and you do what you need to do to go through your process and give the other options. If we don't hire in nurse, you I'm sure you will go visit them. You will help out. Sister can go visit them, whatever the other siblings. But if 
that's not an option, then the other option is the sister house. That can happen. It's not you being selfish. It's not. I feel that. I feel that all in my spirit. It's not. Because don't nobody know. They don't know. They can say they know, but they don't know. They don't. So my my answer is that. I'm not sure what a cultural thing is, but cultures change. Things change. I'm sure you was not planning on living the rest of your life without your wife. Things change. That's my answer. Well, I just have a small piece to add on to the end of that. Um, Also, like, has your sister consulted the parents on that? Because a lot of older people who are still in their homes, they don't even want to leave their house. So they may want to do have a caregiver come in and assist them. And then they might um, try to buck on that. Right, right. So has that conversation happened between you all, the children who are concerned, and and the parents to see if they even want to leave home? I know sometimes you have to try to get them, persuade them to do things that are the best, is the best for them. But I, I wholeheartedly agree with Johnny. And I said it at the beginning, and I giggled afterwards, but I was serious. Yeah. Because that's somebody being self selfish to the point of, they want to, uh, they want to be the leader and 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 rule things and say what goes. And I'm pretty sure she don't pay not near one dime over there at your abode. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not about taking taking advantage of the opportunity because you have a bigger home and your wife is going. That's not what this is. Yeah, about. she has to be sensitive to the situation and what happened. Mm-hmm. And like I said. I don't care what nobody say, unless it happened, to, unless that happened to you, you have no idea. Right. Especially if you was in love with your wife or your husband, you have no idea. Like I can't even comprehend. That's I can't even comprehend that. I can't because I don't. I can't see my life without my wife, so I can't even comprehend that. So for that to actually happen to you, like I said. Things happen, stuff change. Yeah. I don't know what the culture thing is, but you was not planning on spending your life without your wife. That was not a part of your plan. COVID was not a part of our plan. All this stuff that happened was not a part of our plan. It's something that happened. We don't know why certain people got COVID and their body couldn't fight it. And then other people not had COVID six, seven times and they fine. We don't know that. We don't know why that happened. But unfortunately, that happened to you. Yeah. And don't nobody know what that feels like. Your sister, your mama, your dad, don't nobody know what that feels like. So you take your time and you grieve, however that is. And you just come up with other options. It, it has to be a, it, it can't be, it's out of the question. That's mm-hmm. not, mm-hmm. that's not an answer. That's not there. That can't be the option. It changed. This You wasn't expecting this to happen. So. Yeah, it changed. Yeah. And on that note, that's our condolences to you, absolutely, um, to your family. But tell Sissy we it has to be another plan put in place. Yeah. Period. Yeah, until yeah. you're ready to want somebody else in your yeah. home. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah, we hope this helped. Again, we hope. That the people who send these questions in saw them and we hope that we help maybe to shine a different light on 
the problem or um, give you a different perspective to look at it and to give you some type of hope so you can come to some type of resolution um, to what your problems are. Uh, it's, it's sometimes, it's sometimes, I guess, seems hopeless when you're in these situations and you can't get like another perspective on it or you feel stuck. Yeah. And so that's why we try to read the questions and analyze them and kind of see what we can come up with based on what we've been given. Yeah. And so hopefully we have touched on an area or areas that will help you kind of put that thing in perspective and, and come to some type of agreement with the spouse or the family um, or whoever, is, you know, is dealing with this, the certain situation. Yeah. And and if. I mean, we, we would love to help out more. So if you need more help, um, you can go to our website and um, register, you know, for a consultation. And we can go through that and then we can move forward if you want to have sessions. We um, we'd love to have you. You can, um, That's momentswiththemobilies.com. Yeah, momentswiththemobilies.com. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right, Mo. We out. We out. Yeah. You about to feed me? Get you something to eat. What you feeding me? Can't tell you on here. Okay. But you can get you something to digest first. All right. So we about to go. Um, it's been real. It's been real and it's been fun. And it's been real fun. So we about to go. That's new for you, baby. She tired. Um, this is been That's thirty years the new. It's been moments with the moments. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. I'm his wife, Deidre. And we still something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Fantabulous purpose. Peace out, y'all. Night night.